Welcome to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. We talk about the intersection of parenting and technology. Everything you need to know about raising kids in the digital age. This is Parenting Bites. Hi, welcome to Parenting Bites. This is Rebecca Levy, co-founder of KidsViews.com. I'm here in the studio today with Amy Oztan of Amy Ever After or AmyOztan.com. Hi. <laughs> and Andrea Smith, technology guru extraordinaire. We have a really good show this week. We are jumping right in to our first topic. We have two guests in the studio with us today. I feel like I should have full disclosure that I've been friends with one of our guests for um, a really, really long time. You're allowed to be friends with a guest? 12 years. Wow. I know. I would support this even if we weren't friends. No. (laughs) She's wrong. She's she's trumping you. Trumping you. (laughs) So I have Shari and Stacy, who have no last names, miraculously enough, today. Um, but we are going to be talking about Bake It Happen. We haven't covered Breast Cancer Awareness Month yet. Then that is this month, October. Right. We're almost, almost at the end. So we thought we would do our part for Breast Cancer Awareness Month with our favorite breast cancer fundraising campaign, which also happens to have been started by two sisters who I've known and loved for many, many years now. Um, And Amy brought in Baked Goods, (laughs) which is the essence of the campaign. So I'm going to turn over. Hi, Shari. Hi. Hi, Stacey. Happy to be here. Hello. (laughs) I'm so happy you guys are in the studio and not just on the phone. I know. It feels better. And we'll have an awesome picture on our website of you guys in your Bake It Happen Shirts. I love the shirts. Those are great. I love the shirts. And also, can I just say, I love, I mean, Amy not only brought in these these baked goods in a nice box, but she's got labels that say bake it happens. That I'm I very stole impressed. from the website. Well, that you can you print go. from the website. I know. I baked, I should say my daughter's baked. I should not take credit. And um, we didn't label. We were bad labelers. Oh. We hashtag No pressure. As long as you bake. <laughs> that's, so that's let's let's having. talk about it because um, there is a lot of pink washing in the world in the month of October, um, and there's a lot of running and a lot of walking and a lot of stuff going on. But what you guys do is totally different from anyone else, um, and I think the origin story of what you guys do is also very different. Sounds like a superhero. They are. <laughs> you get your pink cape with right. it. Well, it was, you know, the essence of the campaign came from our mother, who we, you know, we thought was our superhero. Um, unfortunately, she passed away from breast cancer now, eight years ago. Um, and she was an amazing cook. And she often brought people together over our dinner table. We called it the communal table. And um, that's how we grew up with baking and food in our family. And um, we wanted to start a campaign that was completely unique, uh, like we were talking before, that doesn't require you to be a good athlete. You don't have to train. You don't have to climb a mountain. You don't have to run a race. You actually don't even have to solicit people for any money at all. All we're asking people to do is bake and share, which was quite often what my mother did throughout our childhood. Our mother. Our mother, (laughs) right. Um, When you say share, share the goods, share it socially, Tell us how I that works. I think for us, it's, it's to share every aspect of this. So it's to share 
that um, what what else you can do to raise funds for breast cancer research. I think it's to share uh, with your family members, your children, uh, people at school, your church, your synagogue, but to share in the love of baking. And because this is a campaign where you don't actually have to go and raise funds by signing up for that race you were talking about or walking, um, but literally by sharing, we have uh, some donors that donate $5 for every share that goes up on social media. Yeah, so we're also amazing. raising money at the same time. So people are so used to getting bombarded. I mean, there's so many causes out there, yeah. right? Um, but this is really just spending time together, baking, and then distributing it to people in your life. And, so. and it's kind of like a pay it forward. Every time you post a picture, someone else sees that picture and they're like, wait a second, this is such an easy way to raise money for breast cancer. I don't have to do anything but bake and share. Um, and so that's what we found. This is our fourth year now, and um, the momentum has really been building. I mean, this year we've kind of pierced a new bubble. It's not just friends and family who are participating, which is amazing. So thank you, Amy and Rebecca. <laughs> You're and welcome. Soon to be. Um, but it's, <laughs> it's like complete strangers all across the country who are posting pictures with our mom's baked goods in their hands, sharing it with people in their lives. And so they use a hashtag. They use a hashtag, Bake It Happen. Um, and they could post it to their Facebook profiles with hashtag Bake It Happen. They can post it to our page, which is You Bake It Happen, Instagram. Or if they're not tech savvy and aren't online and they don't have any social media presence, that's okay. Because we have a lot of older, actually I'm not trying to discriminate, but a lot of older women who like to bake, like between like 60 and 80 years old, have written in how, I'm not on Facebook, I don't know what that mm -hmm. is. Right. So we have, a, we have an email address, mm -hmm. youbakeithappen at gmail.com. So we've been getting pictures in that way. That's um, great. We've seen um, fire stations, like oh, 18 firemen awesome. last year. Um, we've seen teachers, <laughs> softball, teams. softball teams getting behind it. And it's really kind of like that pay it forward concept. Um, the more people see, the more they want to take part in it. I mean, it really doesn't require... Well, for me, of. if it doesn't require running, buying wrapping paper, <laughs> or giving you money at my front door, I'm all in. Well, that's the thing. It's uh, This is the fourth year that I'll be writing a post um, for it, and it's the easiest thing in the world to promote because I get to bake, which I love to do, and then I get to eat it. I don't even have to like share it with actual people if I don't want to. But if Amy bakes, then we get to eat it. <laughs> right. There's, uh, everyone's and, benefiting. And and then like somebody else donates the money. It's 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 fabulous. You've come up with such a great idea. Thank well, you. let's talk about your mom's recipes for a second. So you started with the banana bread. That was really like the original. Well, the original name was the also OG Bananas recipe. for Boobies. Right. Yes. <laughs> and we were we were talking about it. And while we loved the name the first year, we're like, if this is going to have any life, we have to kind of remove the boobies and um, give it more opportunities so we can integrate some new recipes of hers. So it's not Amy baking the banana bread every year. Um, although that boobies. is our, our uh, <laughs> campaign be Bananas favorite. for Bubby. <laughs> bananas for Bubby. <laughs> well, and the other thing that happened was with social media, every time we would use boobies, we um, it was flagged. <laughs> we were getting banned. People were knocking on my door. Facebook oh, police. Uh, that's terrible. Um, and we also wanted, you know, our goal is to obviously, we're talking to some potential partners for next year, have it live off of social media and actually get us in store with retailers right. or a, a big brand behind us to help us promote right. um, Right, Kroger's platforms. down with the pink, but not with the boobies. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> it's like it's dough for dough. That's nice. good. That's our <laughs> so so that first year it was the banana bread. I remember that. The second year, um, you added more, and I think the second year I made 
what were the recipes? I think I made black the bottom cupcakes. cupcakes. Yes. And then last year were like these these chocolate cookies, earthquake cookies, earthquake cookies otherwise that known like, as crinkle cookies. Yeah, like <laughs> like they were these dark chocolate delicious cookies that you roll in sugar, and then as they bake, it kind of crackles and pops open. They were gorgeous, and then. This year, I made the newest edition recipe, because all the other ones are still up there, um, but then I made the newest one, which was pumpkin chocolate chip, cup, or not cupcakes, muffins, which taste like cupcakes, and I just, I went crazy. I'm not even going to tell you. I made a double batch, not going to tell you how many I've eaten so far. <laughs> um, they're my favorite. They're so, <laughs> and they were so easy. It's such an, it's a one bowl recipe, yeah. which is key. It was so easy. One of the things that I wanted to mention uh, is that when, when Sherry bakes and then I bake, I often try to see what can I do that's a little different to the recipe. And she loves to do the muffins and the cupcakes and things like that because it's easier to share. And I like to do the loaves or the <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, what you just pour into one pan and then you can cut it. So I will try and add some brown sugar. I'll add some dark chocolate shavings to the pumpkin. I will um, try to use some butter and maybe not the oil. And I just fool around with it too because I make it a lot now. I fool around. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm better than my sister. (laughs) Also, it's She's older. Uh, it's important to note that we always have a pumpkin recipe because, let's be honest, October is all about the, the harvest fall. and pumpkin is yeah. very seasonal. But also because our campaign partner and the benefiting charity is the Pink Pumpkin Patch. Right. Um, so while uh. we're getting people to bake all across the country and upload their pictures, um, concurrently there are farmers from coast to coast who have um, agreed to donate a portion of the proceeds from their pink pumpkin sales. And this is not a GMO, this is a real seed that um, (laughs) grows like a very light pink pumpkin. They've dedicated a portion of their proceeds to the pink pumpkin Mm. patch. So our money plus the farmer's money comes together and then we're able to grant one person in the field of breast cancer research um, money for um, their research trial. And last year, we together raised $20,000. That's amazing. Wow. great. And the other uh, point I wanted to make about working with the Pink Pumpkin Patch Foundation is that they um, s- give the researchers the opportunity to fill out the grant forms so that they could receive the funds. And we don't um, give any of the proceeds to what we're doing to marketing, to travel. Of the proceeds. It all goes, goes to, to breast research. cancer research and for decade my sister and I used to do all of the races we've done oh, the three day we used to raise $50,000 on our own oh my god but that was by soliciting mm-hmm. and this was a great opportunity for us to make sure that all the funds went to research because you're never really sure right yeah There's where been a lot all of the money's going after they've taken off shaved off for marketing and yeah. you know, administrative yeah. costs. salaries yeah. Everything. So so let me, I mean, for people who, who think, wow, this is such a great idea, I would love to try to do something like this or start my own, how did you find your corporate sponsor? I mean, how difficult was that or how did you go about doing that? Um, it's it's a personal connection that we have. Okay. Um, someone else who was affected by breast cancer. Um, but we're hoping to, you know, three years in that we have real trajectory and good metrics to be able to go out and pitch it to other. I mean, this is a perfect opportunity for brands to get on board. I mean, everyone's going into their local supermarket to get whatever ingredients. Um, Right. So it it was really, it wasn't hard for us because we had a a person very close to us Mm -hmm. who also had someone in their life uh, pass 
But you did start this from scratch. Scratch. We're like the little engine that could. Yeah. And I think that's what's really impressive about it, because I think there are a lot of people who are touched by breast cancer or any cancer or any disease. And a lot of times the easiest thing to do, right, is to do a walk or do a race, um, which not, it's never easy. I mean, organizing anything, getting things in it. But um, you see a lot of those, like, small fundraisers or stand. What you guys did, which I think is so impressive, is really – set something out that you knew could be bigger that could go beyond your like local walk or your local race or having a gala where you're raising money whatever it is this is something anybody can do in their home yes but their kids can do right. that's what i love about it because i think there's a lot of ways kids are shut out of giving Yeah, there's back. no barrier to entry there's no yeah. age barrier and the opportunity for um you know like we did kind of convening in the kitchen and baking together and it's an opportunity to talk about well what are you doing yeah. Well, we're we're raising money for mm-hmm. breast cancer. We're baking, mm-hmm. and then we're going to share it. Um, we've we've had people write in, and they've found that to be very meaningful. Um, and you're honoring your mom, honoring our mom's legacy. Yeah. yeah. And, and then also really awesome. getting back to the kids. Uh, one of the things that was has been very fun for the last four years for for us is we always have this horrible science experiment that we have to do, the science project every year. (laughs) And what I've been able to explain to my daughter who's helped is the chemical reactions that take place when you bake, Uh the importance of following the order, the list of ingredients. When it says fold, you fold. When it says use a fork to stir, use a fork. You don't use the mix master. And what you can create from scratch Mm -hmm. with your children. So she's working on math, measuring, science, the chemical reactions, temperature, et cetera. So it becomes a little bit of a fun educational lesson as well. And then letting them share on social media, right? I mean, especially if you have restrictions around that or if a kid is too young for those things, that's exciting to them to be able to share those pictures. And a hashtag. (laughs) Right. Bake it happen. What were you going to say, Amy? I was just going to comment on the amazing chemical reaction in the banana bread recipe. <laughs> With the sour, sour yeah. cream? You add Crazy. the sour cream and the, and the baking soda, I guess. And, yeah, it, and like the powder. It, it, and the powder, and it foams. And, yeah, it's like a little, you could almost do one of those little volcanoes with that one. <laughs> it's a little Bill Nye surprise yeah. when, you're, <laughs> when you're baking. Yeah. Um, so how many pictures have you guys gotten this year so far? What's going on? Um, we have gotten probably, like, I want to say 300 pictures so far, which if you think about it, a lot of people, and yourself included, Rebecca, have baked, eaten, and forgotten to take the pictures. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, saying so there are people, um, and and then they might bake and then send in the picture, you know, they'll remember to send it. So what we're asking people to do in our minds isn't, you know, again, they're not running race, they're just baking. but they also have to remember to upload the picture because that's how we can kind of quantify right. who's sure. participated. How long do they have to do it? So they have the entire month of October and through the 31st. Halloween's coming up. Um, it's a perfect opportunity to bake and share for all the Halloween parties or even to give yeah. them out in place of, of candy. Um, and that's a lot easier for people, too. It's not one day and you miss it and then mm-hmm. you can't do it again. So right. you still so have month. until October 31st. Right. And I think if you have any school Halloween parties and stuff, too, especially, like, bake up those muffins, bake up the cupcakes. You know, it's so easy. Yeah. They're so shareable. And they're pumpkin. Right. Bring them in on Monday. Ones. Little bake it happen parties. Yeah. We had Meyer Breast Cancer Center send in. We don't know any of these people. 
like 20 people had a Bake It Happen party and baked all the baked goods and <laughs> put little uh, pink ribbons everywhere. And That's good. Well, I think, am I, the last, am I the last post to go up on You're Friday? You're the last post. Okay, so my post will go, will go up on Friday, and I'll list all of the other people who've posted so you can check out their great posts. And am I the last because you always have to email me 10 times before I answer? <laughs> no, I just saved the best for last. Okay, I'll take it. I'm li- I'm terror. I'm in And it's most important because people tend to bake over the weekends. Like, yeah. you can't wrap your head on a Monday about yeah. baking, but you can on a Friday yep. when you're trying to figure out your right. plans you for the weekend. You get your grocery list going yeah. and, and you're that's shopping the other thing. for the week. I mean, we're not all cold. the staple ingredients. The only thing maybe you might not have in a stocked fridge or pantry is sour cream, quite honestly. Oh, I always have sour cream. Well, I, Amy I does, ha- but I, she's not the normal person. I had to get the pumpkin. So funny. I had pumpkin. Yeah. But, but that was okay, because I knew pumpkin. I was going to buy it for Thanksgiving, so I just bought all my pumpkin for Thanksgiving, right. too. But there's no esoteric ingredient no. where you're, you're, you're going right. from store to store. It's your basic flour, sugar, yeah. very, baking soda. Very, very easy. Right. So yep. we're trying to make it as easy as possible. It's easy. It's super easy, and it's all for a good cause. And I think it's great. So much better than running. How, how I many, could how totally many miles was that damn three day walk you guys? Oh, I mean, walk sixty miles. Yeah, that, three that, well, that. and the other Just thing is, things. you know, <laughs> to see. I mean, there's so many people I know who are posting on Facebook and sending messages. I'm doing this walk. I'm doing this walk. Can you support me? And you know, there's that Facebook guilt of no, 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 because you know, how do you choose again? I, you know, then I'll say, oh, I'll research it and find out where the money goes who has time I just you know it moves on my feed goes on so this just seems to be such an easy way to do something without having to worry about where's my money going how can I support this in a meaningful way and honor somebody's legacy and also say I'm already supporting this cause yeah and it's delicious Mm -hmm. (laughs) and a lot of people you know not everyone likes to run in a race or solicit people right. and we had people write in that, that said you know I'm a survivor and quite honestly those races are too emotional for me hmm. so you know they're able to stay in their home and yeah. you know in the privacy of their own home and, and bake and feel like they're making a difference. Right. We have um, one woman from Baltimore, Maryland who has baked every year and she creates a, a little bit of a shrine I'd say for somebody that she lost. She has a couple pictures of her I don't know if it's a relative or a friend. She bakes, she prints out the labels and sends us a photograph and says it's in honor of Vicky. Mm-hmm. And I, those are the kinds of stories I that you read that. about yeah. that actually bring tears to your eyes and recognize that you did something meaningful for sure. this woman in memory of the person that she lost. And Yeah, because cancer touchy. touches so many people. Yep. All right. Well, thank you, ladies. We will have so links to bakeithappen.net where everyone can see all the recipes and what you guys are doing and where the money's going and all those details and Amy will have her post up and can I post a picture of Amy's muffins? Yeah. yeah. That just that doesn't sound right. That sounds really does not sound good. And Hello. I like that Saturday night. And, and I, said yes. Yes. I said yes. I said yes so fast. Immediately. Those muffins are well done. I'm very excited. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Thank Amy. you. Thank you. Thanks, Shari. Thanks, Stacy. We will have links to everything. And we will be right back. You guys are going to stay, right? We're going to talk Halloween. Yeah. We're going to talk. We're going to have a bite segment that is all Halloween. Ooh. Ooh it's a spooky parenting Ooh. bite segment. We'll be right back after this. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. So you guys know we talk a lot about couponing and deals on this show. We're a little obsessed with getting money back, especially Amy, who's <laughs> always talking about that's, new ways. That's because I spend back. so much. I have to. Um, but we like real cash back. 
And right now, we're saving every time we shop on groceries, clothes, beer, wine, restaurants, and more. Things that we're buying anyway, and now you can get cash back right on your phone. What we're using is not so secret, I feel like, but it was new to us, Ibotta. Here's how it works. If you don't already have Ibotta, download the app now to your phone. It's free. That's I-B-O-T-T-A. Unlock your rebates on Ibotta, shop as usual, verify, and get real cash back. It's a super hot app and it's so easy to use. Plus with Ibotta, you can get real cash back on your favorite apps like Groupon, iTunes. I used it for delivery.com. I used it three times for delivery.com last week because that's the kind of mom I was last week. So grab your phone and download Ibotta right now free from the app store. I-B-O-T-T-A and enter in parent as your referral code to get $10 just for trying it. That's 10 bucks back just for trying it. Download Ibotta today. That's I-B-O-T-T-A and enter code parent when you register for your $10. Cash back every time you shop. You've got a Ibotta. Oh, I like that. <laughs> so check it out, especially if you use things like Groupon and iTunes and Delivery.com and Jet and Box. You just goes right from there. It's so easy. Check it out. Let us know what, how much you saved. Let us know where you shopped. Let us know what you bought. I don't know. We like to hear from everyone on all these things. And we'll be right back with our Bites of the Week. You're listening to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. All right. We are back with our Halloween-themed Bites of the Week. Um, so usually we start with Amy because Amy likes to go first in case someone else claims her <laughs> bite Although of the week. Although Amy had the foresight to do a Halloween bite last week. I too. know. All right, Amy, what do you have this week? Oh, so I'm going first again? Yeah, make okay. you go first. Um, so I have two things. First one is um, an app. I'm not going to tell you what my Halloween costume is, but it does involve a lot of makeup. And um, it, good Halloween makeup isn't always easy to do. And I found this great app that um, gives you really in-depth, step-by-step directions for doing horror makeup. Um, it does black eyes, abrasions, lacerations, burns, What are bruises. you going to be? Yeah, well, no, 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 no. I'm not going to be those things. I'm okay. not using this app for myself, but I just thought that if you or your kid is doing something like a zombie or something like that, these are so, look at it. You guys can see these? These are so realistic oh, looking. So it's crazy. Um, so I thought that was very cool because then you can just go through the steps in your phone. It's called Horror Makeup. It's for Android, so I'll post that. Yeah, do a test run. Before you do it on the night of <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> and I, I can't. I'm too lazy. It's got to work the night of. And then the other one is um, a post by my friend Wendy Ahrens. You know, you guys yes. know her too. Um, she's so funny. She, she's, she's hilarious. And this post isn't new. I, I know I've read it previous Halloweens. Um, but she always promotes it around Halloween. It's an article on McSweeney's called My Halloween House of Horrors. And... You just, I'm not even going to preview it. You just have to read it. It's hilarious. It's her version of a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Andrew. My version of a nightmare is as Amy's talking, my Halloween stuff that I emailed myself got deleted. So I'm sitting here going, <laughs> undo, undo, shaking my phone. <laughs> but I found it. And I was listening, I promise. So um, techwithkids.com has a bunch of spooky story apps for kids, which, you know, I went back and looked at them and I went, oh, I read those with my kid when he was young. Harry and the Haunted House. I mean, all kinds of fun things. My beastly ABCs. So we'll have a link to that. 
And then the other thing is I found two articles, 25 spooky and cute tech accessories to celebrate your love of Halloween. That's on Pop Sugar, which, of course, has things like Halloween-themed phone cases with candy corn on them or ghosts <laughs> or goblins. No clowns, I hope. <laughs> um, but one was really cool. It was like they have these Halloween-themed um Bands that go over your activity, your fitness bracelet, so you cover up your tracker, and it's got little Halloween. Oh, but you still get your credit for all and the trick or treat. Exactly. All the trick or treat so you eat the doing. candy and you walk, but it looks really cool. And then the other thing I thought was really cool. So I was saying before we lived in Ridgewood for twenty years, and you know it's really hard in the suburbs. When I lived in the city, you just go up and down the elevator and ring everybody's bell. But in the suburbs, it it's hard because you know you have to turn on all your lights and kind of decorate to let people know you're home. Um, so the app next door, you know, the neighbor kind of app where you yeah, do. I'm on that. So they have an app that you can say, we're home, we're open for business, come trick or treat me. And so there's an article and we'll post a link, but you can basically put a little candy corn thing on your house or where oh, your house so is good. and say, yep, we're open. Too. And I think as a parent, I would love to have this with me so that I'm gui- as I'm guiding my kids, I can kind of, you know, take them. This one's a yes, this one's a no. I was going to say that you can be like, I don't care if they have a candy corn. We're not going in that <laughs> not house. Not going in that house. So that's a really cool thing, too. That's fun. They yeah. do that like in our building. You have I to wish we had on that your, on your door. Oh, is that know. right? We make a spreadsheet. And we post it. Of course, you probably do it. Sherry makes the spreadsheet. She's just not saying. Otherwise, you're knocking on. If you live in an apartment building. Right. You're knocking on everyone's door. And they don't want anyone coming by. We have a list downstairs. My mom's apartment, they used to have a sign up. Like, you could sign up if you wanted to be trick-or-treated. One of my frustrations with Halloween, and I live in Florida, in Miami, um, is that we like to trick or treat with our kids, so I'm never home. But oh, I have a right. highly, uh, heavily decorated house, and I leave out candy. This year, I bought ten pounds of candy because oh, the I think the first it. kids that come dump it into their bags. I if know. You, and if you put a sign, please take two. That means take everything. Right, mm-hmm. it's hard. You need right? a little oh, camera. Yeah. You need yeah. one of those ring video doorbells that says, <laughs> "Look up and smile. Pour We're water watching on their heads you." Totally. Yes. yes, you should get one with the microphone. Where it's like, "I see you." It's got two way audio, so you could every time someone comes up on your porch it'll let you know and then you can look and go just take one candy so <laughs> that would scare that's like so perfect for Halloween for so many that would be you awesome you could put like a big fake eyeball around it <laughs> and it lowers <laughs> where a hand one of those creepy hands walking walks across the porch I remember when we were trick or treating in in suburb of Baltimore we used to get so upset when we got to the house that had the dentist who wanted to give pennies Yep, or or a box of raisins. Dude, you would think the okay. dentist I mean, wants well, raisins the kids. are terrible for your teeth. I got <laughs> a pitch sure. the other day for a <laughs> Halloween themed post that we should be giving out string cheese. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, like I mean, warm. Yeah, like by the time you get home, it's like this warm, limp. Probably no poisoned thing yeah. of cheese. Well, I told Disgusting. you, I had my college one of my college freshman roommates. Um, who looked like the ivory girl, but was actually Satan. Um, <laughs> she did, she made air-popped popcorn and put it in baggies. And I was like, first of all, that's wrong for so many reasons. A, yeah. ew, air-popped popcorn. Yeah. And two, no kids eating something out of a baggie. Yeah. Like My parents throw that stuff away <laughs> yeah, right gone. away. She was so self-righteous. I was like, just, wow. yeah, whatever. Waste of time. Yep. All right, Shar, what do you got? For Halloween? Yeah. 
What are you doing? You guys dress up. Every, I mean, you have a party you have to go she to. She makes a spreadsheet. I make no. a spreadsheet, which takes a long time. <laughs> she has to dress up I have to every dress year up for a party. Every year. Um, and they're actually my husband's college friends, so it's his responsibility to find our costume. But I always oh. tell him that I, I want to be clothed. Because if I don't give him that <laughs> parameter, I will be like the, You'll the be nasty Leia devil. The bikini. Also sexy well, now you get to be nasty woman this year. That's going to be a hot... Yeah, now we're just... I should dress up as a nasty woman. A nasty woman. You? And a bad it. ombre. We all should. <laughs> I think we're going to see a lot of those. Yes, yes, this year. probably. Do, what do you th- guys think about the age limit for trick-or-treating? How old? How old is too old? No, it's, you know what? You know, Matthew trick-or-treated. I mean, you know, as he got older, obviously, he went with friends alone. And in high school, you know, I think at a certain point, they got over it. I'm going to say by 10th grade, they were done. And they all just got together. My son's in 10th grade. He's 15. But he looks a lot older because he's tall. He's still trick-or-treating. He still is like a kid about it. And there's this, we need to link to that article I think we did last year, why you should always something, something, something for the six-foot trick-or-treaters. That's basically my son. (laughs) Um, Just be happy that that's what they're doing. Yeah, I I was going to say I love the fact that they're trick-or-treating. It's like holding on to the tooth fairy. I mean, you know, it's like they're trying to kind of preserve. As long as they're not the ones grabbing all the candy out of the bowl. (laughs) The only thing I've noticed is the little pumpkin plastic a container where they would collect became a pillowcase right. by yeah. the time they were 15. Right. That's right. Yep. A little Stacey, sack of do goodness. Do you have any good Halloween? Is it like hot in Miami oh, for Halloween? It's, it's hot in Miami. And That's so weird. most of the time, I think uh, the younger kids, they dress up very cute, but nonetheless, they're wearing makeup. It's, it's smearing by the end oh. of the night. Oh, Your costume, you're disrobing as you go right. from house to house because it does become very hot. And I find that as the parents that walk around with the kids, my husband and I go to a, a party and all the adults are so excited to trick or treat with the kids. And he and I are saying, let's stay back and <laughs> have a glass of wine and let the kids go with someone I saw else. an article this week on which wines pair with which candies Ooh. for when you raid your kids. Oh, that's really <laughs> funny. Um, I teased my son. Now he's living in Washington and 25. And I said, so you guys going trick or treating? And he said, sorry, mom, you're going to have to find your Charleston shoes elsewhere. <laughs> Hard to come by. I, I know, and when I you said, "Divide up the candy at the end." I said, "Dude, trading. like I totally counted on you every year." Yep. He said, "I know," and I should have realized and held out for much better negotiations. Wow. <laughs> we don't get those any. I haven't seen a Charleston shoe. Oh, I love those. So good. I like the pink ones. You know, there's no. like a vanilla one no. and like a strawberry yeah. one. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. I don't like anything banana flavored. And either. I also don't like small. Uh, my kids don't like small bags of pretzels. Sometimes they get mm. things not like candy. that. Yeah. That's lunchbox food. Those are the nut allergy fear. I mean, yeah. I do feel like there that is, is candy that's okay that is, for nut allergies. Yeah, you got to look for that yeah. stuff. I think. Well, we, that's, that's why we do lollipops pumpkin, a lot right? too. Yeah, if yeah. You, if there's a house that has a teal pumpkin, painted pumpkin outside, then, oh, I wonder then they if can next do. Door. Is that gluten free or is that allergy? Might be just allergy. I, I don't I know. Remember. We have to look it up. We'll look it up. We'll post it. All right. Well, my bite was I'm all for easy. So littlethings.com had like a list of I don't know 15 Halloween hacks that were so brilliant. And one, one of them was taking juice boxes and just wrapping them in white tape so they look mm-hmm. like mummies and sticking googly eyes on them. I'm like, nice. all for, I think googly eyes on everything oh, yeah. <laughs> just make everything better. They had like saving your empty milk, um, if you do the gallon jugs and you just 
again, paint like ghost face on them, mm-hmm. stick yeah, a little Amy fake has light. some on your blog with your oh, kids that, making the spooky. Yeah, that's yeah. not as easy though. These aren't as easy, but it's still not super hard. There is a post on my blog that I'll link to about how to put your kids' heads it's in jars. So creepy. Yeah, that was you just really posted creepy. that. That yeah. was so gross. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I first did it, I put it in my mom's fridge. <laughs> that's a good. That's the trick. <laughs> yep. Not the treat, but I love those little hacks. Like I just think they're little things. Like if you can do your kids' juice box to look like a mummy, because Halloween's on a Monday this year, and just stick it in their lunchbox without them knowing. It's just fun. I went Cute. to this one, the same Halloween party. We all have to bring. Um, it's like a potluck dessert party, and you have to bring a Halloween themed dessert. So I baked um, sugar chocolate chip loaf. I baked. <laughs> I baked um, fingers. They looked like oh. it was pretty gross, but it was like a sugar cookie recipe. And then you put the little dents for like where you <laughs> bend your fingers, and you can put some white uh, confectioner's sugar, and it looks like a mummy finger. And they were actually t- they tasted delicious and looked gross. Did you dip them in like a raspberry sauce? So I they could were no, bloody? but that's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So I mean, I don't know. I think Halloween. My girls are. St- Still trick-or-treating, supposedly. They haven't solidified. It's usually just going to one friend's building because we live in the city. But I was surprised. I, I didn't know which way they'd go this year. And, um, and of course, one daughter's super into it, had, like, everything in her Amazon cart ready to go. And the other daughter's like, I don't know. I'm like, I have an R2-D2 sweater. She's like, perfect. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm That's so funny. Different. My daughter actually has two costumes, one for school and then one on the weekend. Oh, does she have parties on the weekend? Like on a Saturday, parties? she's going to a party. But she's concerned that the one that she would wear on the weekend is not appropriate for school. Oh. Yes. Well, at least, how old is she? 14 and a half. At least she's concerned she's about that. She's an 80s fitness instructor over the oh weekend. Oh, my God. Uh, that's so you can hilarious. imagine what that costume looks super like. super high leotard yes. in the leg warmers. Like and Jane does she Fonda? have the bandana? Yep, yep, yep. 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 <laughs> and then she's just an accidental tourist at school. Very cute. That's easy. I know. My daughter had, they, there's no, they, you know, the rules at school, like no capes, no masks that cover your face. No like, no so clowns. No, well, but no clowns should just be the rule everywhere. At my son's middle school, he wasn't allowed to, they're not allowed to dress up. So for like two years in a row, he went, he just wore khakis and a red shirt that had a little embroidery on it. And he went as Jake from State Farm. <laughs> they couldn't get him in trouble for wearing a costume. <laughs> that's perfect. All right. That's it. Anyone else? Any additional Halloween bites? We're good. We're bited out. Oh, I will say the other cute thing that was on that article, even though we're linked to it, is they had, if you have a party for napkin rings, they just did um, Dracula teeth. Hmm. Oh. And they put the napkin in them. Nice. <laughs> I was like, that's see, smart. like, that's the stuff. I'm like, that's brilliant. Yeah. That's like the anti-Martha Stewart. Just like buy, buy 12 <laughs> of those, you're all set. All right. Well, thank you, Sherry. Thank you, Stacy, for coming in. We will have links to everything on our website, on parentingbites.com and facebook.com slash parentingbites. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you. Um, Thank you, guys. I'm going to bake. Yeah, I'm try get this. baking. Yeah. Go to bakeitthappen.net. Find a recipe you love. They're all super easy. Get your kids involved. It's so much fun this weekend. It's Halloween. Bake something to bring to a party, even if they didn't ask you to. Take pictures, share, bring them to school. Especially so easy the and too tasty to pass up. Yeah, so easy. Hashtag bake it happen. Go look. Go look at the hashtag right now and you'll see all the cool recipes and great pictures. Everyone took really nice pictures. Everyone has great pictures of their kids baking. I love it. Yeah. There's cute labels. There's, we'll put pictures of the baked goods Amy made in her beautiful labeled boxes on our website also. And you can find us on play.it. Um, where you can find us and all the other CBS podcasts and on iTunes, rate, review, subscribe. And until next week, happy guaranteeing. Bye.